Welcome to season two of our Bold Conscious Connections podcast, where we bring you stories, conversations, and life experiences of those that have taken the journey and the leap of faith from employee to entrepreneurship. Every week, we will bring you interviews or messages from us about what it took for people to take this bold conscious journey. So without further ado, let's get into our episode today. We are so excited for today's episode. Our guest is Daniela Nastasi, owner of Artemis Hill Farm, where she provides sanctuary to her rescued horses as well as wellness events that allow individuals to experience these magical animals in a unique way. In 2008, after experiencing immense loss and spiraling negative thoughts that felt uncontrollable, Daniela became obsessed with finding inner peace and clarity. For 10 years, she embarked on a journey of immense self-reflection and exploration, including mission trips, globetrotting, volunteering with therapy horses, completing multiple certification courses, walking on hot coals, and attending intensive meditation trainings. Today, she is dedicated to spreading all the knowledge that she's gained, as well as the space that she's created to help others achieve relief and rejuvenation. Without further ado, here's Daniela. We're so excited for our episode today. We have a very special guest. Her name is Daniela Nastasi, and I met Daniela uh, because she has this beautiful horse farm here in Chester, New York, in the Hudson Valley. And I thought, you know what? Daniela is a perfect person to join us um, in this series as we are highlighting individuals who have made the leap from being employee to an entrepreneur. And Daniela just did that very recently, last year, in the middle of COVID. So we're so excited to have you here today. Welcome, Daniela. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and, and so honored that you um, inv invited me. So thank you. Absolutely. So you want me to just yeah, tell you yeah, a little bit about us, you right tell now? Tell us a little bit about yourself. And of course, you know, Raju and I will be digging in. Um, yeah. But yeah, tell us, share a little bit about yourself. So, you know, it's not that I love talking about myself. But it's kind of hard to just share a little, right? I'm like, okay, where do I start and where do I stop? Oh, my goodness. Um, so I am Danielle you, you know, Nastasi. I uh, did purchase a horse uh, sanctuary slash farm slash event space um, where I just decided it was time to leave the career that I was in. I used to be a property manager and uh, was very unfulfilled. And so I found myself spending more and more time with horses and just feeling very connected with them as well as in nature. I used to lead hikes uh all over new jersey i was living in new jersey's tons of hiking and uh, so i started leading these hikes and that brought me even closer to uh this feeling of like 
oh, this is where I belong. You know, when you're, when you're in nature and you're absorbing all that energy, uh, which is very healing, it just, it does something to you. And so I decided to buy a farm and make this dream a reality. It was something that I knew I wanted to do for a very long time. And there was a catalyst in my life that really um, pushed me to actually make it a reality. And so this is, uh, so, so that's, I mean, the small, like the, the, the shortest version possible because there's so much, you know, we have our lives, right. We're doing so much every day. So that's um, perfect. Um, what is the dream? Tell us what the dream is. So the dream is to create a space where anyone and everyone can come to feed their soul. And, um, that looks like, like a lot of different things in a lot of different ways, because what feeding your soul means to one person might mean something different to another. But what I have found is that when you're in nature with horses or any animal, really animals are just, there's something about them, but horses, especially, it really does create an inner peace, a calm, a joy within all of us. Anyone who's ever visited feels the same thing. So I'm confident that it is a universal um, <laughs> outlook, but also meditation is another big thing. And so it, I've I've created this space that has little pieces of me and my personality and my character and the things that have really helped me find harmony in my life. And that's what I want to share with everyone, because I think we could all use it. Beautiful. Well, I've been there and I've been to your um, sanctuary a couple of times now. And I can say from experience, absolutely. It's, it was both, both times were very heart opening and I got beyond what I even expected because I've never really been around horses and never really even knew prior to coming to your place that I would so enjoy them so much and learn so much from being around them. So thank you for following your dream because I feel like it really has helped me. Oh, thank you for, for thanking me. <laughs> I love that. That's so beautiful. I'm so glad that you've had that experience. And uh, it's been really nice having people come and feel what, what I feel around these guys. Cause it, it's often very challenging to put it into words, what it feels like and what the experience entails. And it's different for everyone too. So that, um, always becomes something that I, I tend to struggle with how to ex even explain it. So what you said was beautiful. Thank you. You know, uh, stories is a great way for people to understand, you know, maybe who you are and there's, you know, life is full of stories, as you said, but you just, you want to bring out those that, that actually are relevant and, and, you know, contextually life-changing for you. So I love the idea of feeding the soul in, in these various ways, uh, Daniela. So, it, but it's, it's hard for someone who wants to go, go from this corporate journey, you know, uh, employee journey into a, into an entrepreneur, what was that for you? What's the catalyst that drove you to, uh, you know, what was the decision point? I think it's all about the decisions we all go through life, right? We don't know whether they're right or wrong, but there was that moment of truth. Okay, I'm going to make this jump. So can you 
help us go through that and then then what led to feeding the soldier absolutely yeah um so i i knew through a meditation retreat i knew what the dream actually was because there was a long period in my life where i felt very lost i didn't know what my purpose was here i didn't know what i my passion was and so i was constantly on this search of okay what what is what am i passionate about you know what what was i put on this earth here for because i was convinced that it was not just to work nine to five every day monday to friday for people who i wanted to strangle really if we're being honest here so um so that's kind of where it all started and and i did a lot of different things and this is a long answer to your question sir but um i did a lot of different things to get to the point where i finally knew what it was i wanted to do and meditation is what really cleared that path for me to figure it out but but then what happened was i was i got comfortable in my life as we all do very uh easily you know we're we're making enough money and and we're paying the bills and we're finding these outlets that are fulfilling us in different ways so it's so it's okay well what happened with me was in january of 2020 my um, brother took his own life my brother-in-law who i considered my brother because i had known him since i was 12 and um and it was a, an extreme tragedy for us and my family and um and so what I, what I got from it immediately was like, oh my gosh, you know, someone who we never thought would have done such a thing. Who knew, who knew what was going on in his mind? Nobody and no one will ever know. And I think that that can be said for even us here today, any one of us, we can know someone very well and think we know them better than maybe they know themselves, but we'll never truly know what's going on in their mind. Right. And so that was one of the key things that I felt. And and immediately after that, I thought, you know what, people need help. We need help. I, and I need to do this. I need to do it now because maybe had I done it sooner, maybe I could have helped him. And that was something I had to struggle with and kind of get past because there was a lot of guilt there. Um, but essentially that was what made me say to myself, what am I waiting for? I have to do this and I have to do it now. And so that was January of 2020 that he passed away. By March, I had rented out the home that I was living in because I was like, that's it. You know, all right, what do I got to do? I got to rent my house out because that'll be easier to get that done first so that then I can, I'll find a place to live and then I can find the farm. And once I find it, I don't have to worry about this, you know? So I rented the house. That was pretty quick and easy. I decided, hey mom, ring, ring. Hey ma, you know what? You think I can crash with you for a little? Not long, cause you know, I'm gonna do this fast. I'm on a mission. I'm gonna find this farm and, and I won't be there for very long. Oh, of course, Daniela, I love you. You're my daughter, you live with me. Yes, perfect. So go to my mom's, then what happens? COVID. <laughs> so six months later, still at mom's like, ah! <laughs> but at the same time, I, uh, I stuck to it. I continued to network. I mean, I was still looking at houses, even though there was the point, a point where, um, even in real estate, you couldn't obviously, right. We all know what COVID did, but I would just go and walk around <laughs> their property. I would pray that no one would call the police on me, but I was still like, well, you know what? I'll just walk around on the outside. And, and if it's good enough, 
then I, that I want to see the inside, I'll keep it on my list, you know? And so I, I kept going and had a great support and uh, a great realtor who <laughs> put up with me constantly like, what about this one? What about this one? You know, just all my millions of questions. And so, yeah, again, long answer <laughs> to your question, but there it is. <laughs> Wow, that's so amazing! I'm so excited. This and I love, I love, um, you know, the way that you just took us through um, the moment to moment, right? That you made a leap that led to another leap that led to another leap, and I think very often what gets in people's way is that they think they only need to make one big leap, right? And, 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 and without knowing the end result, it, it causes people to then not make a move, not decide, not do anything. Um, now, you easily could have found something like this, you know, similar, I guess. Um, but why, why become an entrepreneur along the way? What was the attraction to then becoming an entrepreneur um, you know, to be able to pursue this? Um, well, I gotta say, I didn't really think of it as, okay, I want to become an entrepreneur. That wasn't even really a statement or a thought for me. It was more about what can I do for myself and other people in this lifetime that, that I will be happy and proud of when I'm on my deathbed and it's all said and done. It was more of, of that thought, like, what can I do? Especially because I had felt for so many years of my life that I was, I was meant for so much more than what I was, I was doing. And I can't really even explain that feeling either. It just always felt like, you know, I, I know I can do more than this. Like, I know I'm capable of more than this. I know I know I can do something. What for so long was the question? Like I could do it, but what the heck is it? First of all, I don't even know. And that was, that was the biggest challenge. But once I figured it out, um, then it was just having the courage, really the courage to do it because I'm still taking leaps all the time. Uh, this is, this is an adventure and I rather call it that than anything else because <laughs> there are days where sometimes it can be scary. And, you know, I, I quit the day job. I'm not bringing in a, a guaranteed salary anymore. That's freaking scary. And if I could curse, I would be using an F-bomb to, to emphasize that because it, <laughs> it can really be. And there's times where I question, you know, even still, like, was this the right choice? And I know that it was, but it's just, it's just to relay the fact that it's, it's still a journey of constant leaps. It's still a journey of, of, for me, finding myself still constantly as I grow older. And so I never thought of it as being an entrepreneur, but I did always feel like I hated working for jerks. And for some reason in these companies that I was in, I mean, I had good people in my um, department, but like the higher ups were always so, ugh, they'll just insert curse words here. Okay. 
<laughs> because they were just, ugh. Yeah, they really made it so difficult. They didn't care. It was clear that they didn't care about the, you know, the employees who were doing all the hard work at the end of the day. And so I always just hated that and felt like, you know what, I'd rather work for myself and care about myself and actually put in what I need to put in and, and feel good knowing that at the end of the day, it's for me and what I'm giving to the world, not for someone who doesn't appreciate it and is just overlooking all the, 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 the joy and love that's gone into it. Uh, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. Oh my God, totally. Cause we've been through our own entrepreneurial journey from corporate to, to, uh, to being, you know, business owners and business it's every day it's a new grind. So, you know, everything you just said just so resonates that, you know, where's the next dollar going to come from and, and entrepreneurship, whatever you want to call this journey of yours, is not for the faint of heart, right? It's it's just so hard at times. And you keep questioning, going back to like, what was I thinking? Well, is this still the right thing? And you're still questioning it. And I'm on my sixth startup here, and I still question every day, why was I, what was I crazy leaving this job 16 years ago? And we're still at it, right? So you mentioned all these, uh, you know, Words like courage, you said it's an adventure. It's, I mean, Trisha and I call our, you know, the, being an entrepreneur is, is a spiritual journey. Being a business owner is a spiritual journey. So, and you started with that idea of feeding your soul and feeding other people's souls and finding that space that helps people to really, you know, contribute more. So, you know, we, you know, everything we do is we call, uh, our programs are bold and conscious, and this this podcast is bold, conscious connections. So you already hit on the word courage. What does it mean when we say the word bold to you, and why is that important? Um, bold. Well, I, it makes me think of the horse that Trisha loves so much, and his name is Dante, and he is one of our uh, rescue horses that is here at the farm right now, but. Um, when I think of bold, I think of him because he is very strong in his convictions and he is very certain about himself and no one is going to make him question his certainty. He's going to walk into the room and he's going to know where he stands. Are you going to know where you stand? So that's kind of the best way I could describe bold. And, uh, and if you ever come to the farm and visit him, you'll be like, aha, I get it. <laughs> That is exactly why I'm in love with him. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, because he's he and he's gorgeous too. So you can't yeah. <laughs> he's not bad to look at and he's got that great, you know, energy. It's um yeah, he's an amazing horse, but I, I'm sorry because now I forgot what the second half of the question was. I started thinking about Dante and I got all like, ooh. <laughs> well, I want to I want to know what it means to you so you're you're Using him as yeah. a metaphor for what yeah. bold means to you. And why is it important right. in this journey? Well, oh man, so many reasons. Um, well, that's what bold is to me. What I just said, I guess I, I, I gave that good explanation. Why it's important because it, it can, in this life that we live and the society that we engage in and the people that we spend time with and the jobs that we do, all of it, 
requires having a, a a strong sense of self, having a certain sense of self, trusting and believing in ourselves. And so that when we are questioned, whether it's by ourselves or by others around us, we can answer with an infinite certainty that, yeah, you know what? I do know why I made this decision. I, I am going to keep going and I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to make this good. Like I'm going to make it so good. And, and for lack of, cause again, I want to throw curses out and I'm not going to, but um, I just, I, I think that's important. And, and I'll tell you what to working with horses has helped me be more bold. And because I didn't realize that I was lacking having that level of boldness, if you will, or courage or, or a, a certainty in myself. And it showed up because when I started working with these horses, horses, they go off energy. You can say or do whatever you want, but if the energy you're bringing into that arena is not a strong, confident leader type energy, they're just like, who is this Pez dispenser coming in here trying to make me do stuff? Like, so, and you can't get mad at them, right? Like if it was a person who said that, you'd be like, hey, you know what, guy, keep it to yourself. But it's a horse who's not lying to you. They don't lie. And so you can't get upset and you can't yell at them. You can only look at what you're bringing to the table and say, okay, how can I show up better? How can I show this horse that I mean what I say and that I am holding firm until he believes me. That's really what the conversation is all the time. And that was huge for me because I was lacking in that area and it showed up in my everyday. And, you know, um, Jen, who is here with me, she's my, um, uh, my collaborative partner to some extent. And we, we've been doing a lot together. And every time we have a session, that's what she'll say to me, you know, well, well how is this showing up in your everyday life? And, and sometimes when people ask that question, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to answer that. <laughs> But, <laughs> but it really, it really is. It's so, um, it, it hits home because you're like, oh, and then you think about, or I thought about the, the relationships and not just romantic. I mean, any relationship with, with family members, with coworkers, with strangers on the street, how am I showing up and how are they responding to the energy I'm bringing to the table? So that is why it's important because I didn't have healthy boundaries. I would say, okay, and let things go. And I wouldn't voice where my concerns were enough. And it really wasn't good. And that, that all came about with working with a horse and him showing me where I needed to step up and be more bold because otherwise I would get trampled. Wow. You know, I'm so glad that, um, you, you shared that because that was definitely my experience working with Dante the first time and certainly the second time. And, you know, prior to those experiences, Daniela, I, I was already feeling bold, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, bold, I'm bold conscious leader, you know, I, I'm bold. And I remember the first time I stepped into the arena and I had no idea what I was even doing there or what would happen. I had nothing to base it on. And it was comical. <laughs> yeah. It was comical how Dante was basically just like, 
you know, like you said, a Pez dispenser was in there. I mean, I was like, you know, and they don't speak the language. So it's not like you could just yell them, yell at them to do things. Like it was really, I had to find my confidence right there. I had to really um, step into it and believe myself right then and there. And then only then um, got to witness what, how that changed the way that he responded. And for me, it was such a quick, like 15, 20 minute lesson on how much our energy matters that we put out to others. And it doesn't matter if we're not speaking the same language. Um, if it doesn't matter if we're with a child or someone our age or someone older, these are all, you know, the unseen energy that is there and it's very real. And that's what I truly appreciated about, you know, the moments I got to spend with the horses was I really got to witness exactly that, which you're um, just describing. Yeah. And and if I had tried to put that into words to explain it to you, you would never fully get it until you experience it. It's just one of those things. And and I like what you said that I had to, it was comical. And you did, you, you were laughing because you have to, because with horses, you can't get mad or angry. It's just going to make it worse. Like then they're going to be like, all right, now I don't even want to deal with you. Get away. You know, like they'll run from you. So you really have to not only right? Not only do you have to recognize, okay, I need to believe in myself and really put this out there. And you can't BS a horse because it's just, it's just not going to happen. If you're not believing it yourself, he's not believing it either. So not only do you have to do that, but you have to kind of put aside any emotion that comes up. You have to be able to say, you know what? It, I, this, like, it's okay. Whatever happens is okay. And keep a smile on because they see your expressions. And if they see an angry face, they're like, <laughs> back up. But so it is, it is a lot and it, it challenges you, but in the most amazing way, because how great did it feel right at the end? And then you were connected to him. And that's the, that's the, the bread and butter of it all right there. When you feel it. Well, the best part was when we were all doing the walking mm -hmm. meditation and he came to me and rested his head on my shoulder and I was just like, oh my goodness. So, um, you know, presence, that's probably the word that I really understood from having those experiences was that when you're with them, nope. you really can't be anywhere else. It's complete and total presence that it requires for you to have that connection with them. And imagine if we came with that level of presence when we're with people, you know. And so that that leads me to my next question, which is about, you know, the second um, part of our program. It's called Conscious, right? Bold Conscious. So earlier you had mentioned meditation. That's certainly one of the ways that... Um, you know, I know Ra me and Raju both do to practice or make sure we remain conscious. You know, speak to us a little bit about meditation, what it means for you, and if there are other practices you engage in that help mm, you be more conscious. Yeah. Well, meditation for me has really been a lifesaver in a lot of ways because I suffered from a lot of toxic thoughts at a young age, you know, I planted my own seeds of toxicity and then I would water them myself. 
And so when meditation was presented to me, um, I was kind of like, okay, meditation, what is that going to do? But, and, and really it took a lot of time and it took consistency and actually, um, practicing regularly. And what I practice today is TM most of the time and, um, and a lot of visualization because that is what helps me with, with all of my, my head nonsense. Cause when you get in your head, you're dead. Like it's, 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 it's known, I think at this point, that we can recognize that we have control of our thoughts. We are not our thoughts. I mean, that was a novel idea for me when I learned that. I was like, what? You mean I don't have to believe all the stupid thoughts that run through my head? It was really uh, a moment of like, wow. Um, And so that has helped me tremendously. And what I also do, I do a lot of different things. Uh, Spending time with the animals uh, is is huge for being conscious. And like you said, being present. And if you want to be able to have a two-way conversation with a horse, you really have to be aware and present and notice their nonverbal cues. And it could be something like a small lean to the right. If you're standing close to them, that could be saying, Hey, you're too close. And it'll start there. And if you don't pay attention, then before you know it, they're walking away. So recognizing what they're telling me and being able to have a conversation with them that's mutually respectable and understood has been another way that has really helped me. And like I was saying before, um, going on hikes and just being in nature. I mean, I have my morning coffee. Actually, I'm stopping coffee because I think I'm addicted. But (laughs) when I have my morning something, we'll just say breakfast or whatnot, I sit on uh, on my patio and I just listen to nature. I listen to the birds. I listen to the wind. I feel it. And, and that, that makes me feel so connected to nature in various ways. I've noticed all the butterflies and, you know, all the insects, whatever it is, I pay, I, I, I just want to hear it and feel it and see it. And so that's something that really helps me too, which I guess is another type of meditation. If you really think about it. Um, and I try to read as much as I can to help knowledge helps me a lot too. And, um, exercising my brain and having fun and celebrating. I mean, those are things that I'm sure we can all relate to that, that we, especially us entrepreneurs, that we may sometimes neglect to do that, to celebrate the little moments, to take time to actually enjoy, because there are days where I look around and I'm like, this is my life. And wow, you know, what? look at where I am. And I have horses what and look at this view and it's just like oh my gosh and that's you know that is what makes it worth it when I you know end up in a space where I'm like why did I do this did I make the right choice those moments are always confirmation that I made the right choice and I'm exactly where I'm meant to be um so yeah I can probably go on and on about this because I love this topic Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for, for our listeners who don't know what TM is, can you speak a little bit more about that? Yes. Transcendental meditation. Um, I went to a, a TM center and it, it is a technique that they teach you. It's using a mantra and they give you their mantra based on who you are. And, you know, it's a specific mantra for, that's different for everyone, apparently. And what I love about it is it, it, 
it's a great meditation, no matter what you're suffering from. If you suffer from anxiety or you suffer from depression or you suffer from, I don't know, something else that maybe I don't even know exists. That is, it's a pretty good solid meditation for anything. Cause it allows your mind to continue to work as it does. Cause we could be having this podcast. You could be checking emails at, or sending a text at the same time. This is just how our society has, has molded us to be always multitasking, doing different things when realistically multitasking is a farce. It's, it's actually not a good thing to do because you don't get a good quality work on everything you're doing, but I digress in any event. So your mind is, is capable of doing multiple things. So using a mantra is really, really great because it's something that you whisper softly in the back of your mind and you you come back to it every time you've lost your train of thought. So it's allowing the thoughts to come up and almost kind of like bubble out of your head. And then you just always come back to the mantra. And so it, I always think of it as like a cleaning out your closet type of meditation. Cause if we think the same things every day, then we take the same actions, we get the same results. And, and so it, it, we're, we're stuck in the routine, but if we can kind of let those thoughts come out and just let them go and not be attached to them and allow space for more empowering thoughts or different thoughts, whatever it is. Um, that's when change I think really starts to happen. And, um, so that's my, that's my description of TM for, for anyone who is not aware of it. And I recommend it to everybody. Well, it's amazing. It's an amazing technique. And thanks for that extra education for these people, because we all think that, oh, this, you know, we, 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 we talk about this all the time that we're woo woo people. And we take that as a compliment because that's, that's, what's going to change your life. Not, not the, the run of the mill and the multitasking and the routines that, and the habits that we keep per perpetuating unconsciously. And it's just, you know, what's going to change right. if you don't, if you're not aware and you're not conscious. Right. And so these are very powerful techniques. So I want to go back. Sorry, go ahead. No, I just um, remember what you're about to say, Raju, but I do want um, Daniela to also share with us just maybe like her top books that she's read in 2021, because she did say that mm. you did say that you like to read. So any recommendations? Because we're big readers, too. So love to hear um, some of the ones that you really, um, you know, made a difference for you this yeah, year. So Crucial Conversations is is one I'm reading right now that has been really good because conversations and as an entrepreneur, you got to have even more conversations all the time. And it, it could be tough to have those crucial ones without the idea that it's either going to go bad or good and that there's no in between. So <laughs> that was a, um, a big one. And then look at my um because before that i had taken a little hiatus on reading i was kind of like not reading anything but before that i got sucked up into this novel and it's um it's about witches <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that and then um i have uh there's just so many books uh the, then i read Brene brown's dare to lead book which is also really good she's she's amazing um, yeah. And then I would have to look back because uh, other than those few, those few right now off the top of my head, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, that's great. And I, I heard you mention, um, crucial conversations before. So thank you for reminding me. Yes. Yeah, that was a really good one. 
I wish I could be like a computer and just plug the book into my mind and upload it because I would read a million books every day if I if I had the time. Well, have you did, done the speed reading courses so that you can actually read five times faster, maybe even 10 times faster? No, I haven't. Is that just like skimming the sentence? Is that all it is? Because what else could be? There's a whole technique to this. I have taken it a couple of different ways. Uh, I forget the name of the author. It's a, it's a, it's a woman that uh, is the leader in the, you can Google it. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But in terms of memory, you know, there's Jim Quick who, yes. you know, who, who talks about memory, but also relates it to speed reading. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, like everything else, we fall back into our, you know, mean and not pay attention and you lose the attention it goes away so you need to keep keep reinforcing the speed reading elements i gotta now you're reminding me that i should go back and <laughs> to do that i can read more books mm -hmm. than i can i mean we also listen to books right trisha yeah. and i do a lot of audible books but sometimes you just want to sit there and read and take notes and and yeah. so that's what i'm used to and i enjoy that part of it so oh my god this could we we could talk forever about about you know, this whole journey, but I want to go back to, uh, you talked about centeredness through TM and the practices. And you also mentioned this, this whole, uh, business you've gotten into is, is clearly an adventure and what in the adventure crops up for you? I mean, the fears, the self doubt comes up all the time for, for us as, mm -hmm. as, as entrepreneurs, we know that. Why are you calling it an adventure again? And, and what is it meant for you? And, and who seeks to positively or otherwise benefit from your work that you're doing in this, in this space, besides your clients, of course, and others that you come in contact with. Um, okay. So why do I call it an adventure? Um, because things happen almost weekly that it's like, huh, is this what we're dealing with this week? All right. <laughs> And so, so I, I, I've, I've really made it a point to try to respond to the unknown with more of, of that curious mind of, okay, well, let's see where this goes now, as opposed to, why is this happening? Because that doesn't help me when I'm in the thick of things. And really just before we got on the call, something happened. And, and for a split second, I was like, I wanted to scream. And then I thought, eh, it'll be fine. Let me get ready for this podcast because I don't want to think about that right now. And, uh, and I actually was really impressed with myself because I, I kind of switched, flipped the switch and, and got ready. And, and I'm feeling, you know, I was feeling good before we got on. I'm still feeling good. So I think how we frame things becomes huge in then in how we feel about it. So, you know, and we, I know Trisha and I, we've spoken about it just while she was here the couple of times, you know, the, the, the vocabulary that we use and the self-talk that we have with ourselves can really make or break us in, in those difficult moments and situations. And so it has to be an adventure because to me, an adventure is fun and it's exciting and I don't know what's going to happen. And that makes it even more fun. So, so that's, that's why I call it an adventure. And, um, 
you asked me what, uh, who benefits, right? You said who benefits from, I think anyone who I come in contact with is benefiting because I'm always talking about this to everyone and anyone I meet. And, and I think it could become a domino effect if, if I'm sharing and they're getting it and then they can share it to someone else and then they share it, you know, ongoing and ongoing. And I think when you have an experience where you can laugh and get a little nervous, but excited and see beauty and see what can come from spending more time, I think that is a contagious feeling. And so if you can share that, and you can feel it and, and have others feel it too, then I think it, it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing that we can all benefit from experiencing. I mean, I can go through the list and tell you all the benefits, both mentally, physically, and scientifically of spending time with horses or meditating. But I think until you actually feel it, sometimes it's just words on a page. So Wow. So those listening to this podcast, you know, maybe you want to go back and hear some of that wisdom from Daniela, because, you know, I, I related to a couple of experiences of mine with horses to, to, to Trisha. Now it makes me realize I wasn't ready at the time. <laughs> so, and maybe I wasn't fully confident and, and certain in my ways to, uh, because I got bucked off uh, the horse and kicked, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, this is very powerful. And the ripple effect, I think, that you're talking about, you know, even if you get a little piece of what, what you're saying here, you know, any number of the practices that you recited or outlined, if, if um, people listening could at least just take one and put it into practice, it could be life-changing. And then that changes others that you come in contact with and, and so on and so forth. Beautifully, beautifully put. Yeah, so so appreciate this conversation. And we so, Raju and I, um, you know, we also upload the video of this into our YouTube channel. And I am watching him and I, we just can't stop smiling, laughing because we love your energy. You know, I mean, it's just like that New York Italian, I'm going to tell it like it is. Here it is, you know. Um, and, you know, those listening, I mean, and watching, you know, this is, this is real. This is about real people going through the journey, or choosing to have an adventure with life. I love how beautifully you um, shared, you know, that it's been about feeling the range of the full range of human emotions available to us, right? It's being available to all of those emotions and enjoying it, embracing it. And you know, at the core of it, bringing in play and fun, you know, because that really is, you know, what makes it all worth it, right? And, and um, you know, for me, the farm, that's what it did for me was it gave me space to play. You know, it, it reminded me, it, was, it really was so healing for my inner child because it felt so much like that for me, that I was, I was uh, doing something, I had no idea, no experience, nothing to base it off of from the past. And so it had me in full on discovery mode. 
and it just was it was so amazing you know the first time was a three-hour session and the second time i came was a full weekend retreat and it just was life-changing and i told raju like i i really don't have much to say other than it was you know really heart opening and i know you guys are are hosting um uh, is it a four or five day retreat at the end of september do you want to um, just speak about that real quickly and yeah and um i'm gonna look at the dates because it's september 7th no no i'm wrong sorry <laughs> too many things in my calendar there's uh so september 23rd to the 26th so one two so four days and uh four nights and um yeah it's it's gonna be a, a retreat staying here on the farm and a lot of different moving parts spending time with the horses learning their language also interacting with them you know you had some time in the arena with Dante um, it would be a lot more of that throughout the weekend and also theta healing meditations and reflexology and um, just all kinds of cool, good stuff that is designed to just help us heal, release, and and grow. And um, and so, again, it's like I always like, damn, can I can I explain this any better? Can I like get this so that they know what I'm saying? Like what? To, but you're not gonna know until you do it. So you gotta just do it, people. Whoever's listening, you just gotta come and experience it. And it will be an experience that will last a lifetime and it, it will lead to other things guaranteed whether it's deciding to take a leap or deciding to do something better for yourself that has nothing to do with entrepreneurship you know who knows it but whatever the experience is it's going to be one that's going to last and it's going to stay with you and it's going to be a it's going to be beautiful and magical because that's just what horses are in general so well, we'll make sure to um, include that in the show notes. And um, do you want to just quickly, uh, we have one more question before we end, but before we do that, do you want to just quickly tell the listeners where they can find more information about you? and Yeah, farm? absolutely. Uh, I am on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Daniela Nastasi. That's uh and, and Artemis Hill Farm is the name of the farm. And you can check out ArtemisHillFarm.com. And Artemis is like the Greek goddess. So it's A-R-T-E-M-I-S. And yeah, and and, uh, and I guess that's, and you can email me too, info at ArtemisHillFarm.com. And I will answer any questions and I would love for you to contact me. Awesome. Yeah, we'll put this in the show notes for sure. All right, the last question. Trisha, you want to go ahead? Yeah? So, you know, we, we never take every minute that we get from people like you, uh, Daniela, for granted. I mean, the wisdom that you share, the learnings that you've had and learnings we've had. I mean, you know, obviously, Trisha's <laughs> had that firsthand and I've heard it secondhand. Um, mm -hmm. which is how I related my own horse experiences to her. Um, so, yeah, I think I, I think I would certainly, I'm, I'm a little bit further away now than I was before, but certainly would look forward to an opportunity to, yeah, to actually meet you in person if I could. But, you know, so we, we, don't, we don't take any of this for granted, but what we'd like to know in the same vein, 
what did you take away or discover in this conversation we've just had for the past um, hour or so? That I really enjoy doing this, connecting with people and talking about it. And, um, and really actually what I, what I said before about having something happen before and kind of getting into the mindset, I think I surprised even myself with how I, how I did that like so quickly because it was 1230, something happened and I was like, so I think talking to you guys about all of this and the energy that has come of the conversation has been a very intoxicating. And so I appreciate and I'm thankful that we had this call today and that you guys are doing this um, because bold and conscious is, is those are two huge, huge ideas, words and meanings and energies behind them that I think everyone can benefit from understanding and, and being around. So thank you um, for, for, for doing this and for having me. And it's been a beautiful, beautiful hour. And I'm, I'm going to take this energy with me throughout the day and really spit it all over everybody else. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, for sharing your journey, your adventure with us. Um, you know, we'll get Raju up here uh, in the next couple of months and we'll go to the farm and really see it's a beautiful, beautiful space. Um, yes, it's in Chester, New York, for those of you listening. And um, Daniela, again, uh, we so appreciate you making the time to be here. And yes, keep going. You know, keep doing what you're doing. And um, we look forward to having you back in the future to give us updates on what else has transpired with your adventure. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. We bring you these conversations to inspire you on your journey, to encourage you, to excite you and sustain your enthusiasm on this trip. We know it's not easy. We've been there before and that's why we put together something that will support you. Go to our Instagram account, at Bold Conscious Leaders. There is a link in the bio for a masterclass that you can access for free called How to Transition from Employee to Entrepreneur. So subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a review and give us some feedback so we know what sort of topics to bring you in the future. And like anything else in life, nothing changes if nothing changes. And all you need is just one idea, one idea that just might change the trajectory of your life. So please go be bold. Focus on the what and the why and let the how unfold.